This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. We are so excited about transforming the workplace of every Christ follower into a mission field. And we're just glad you tuned in today. We've got a really jam-packed show for you today. <laughs> we're going to start off with... Catherine Gates from Work Matters talking about the Work Matters Conference coming up on October 11th, where you can simulcast the event, host the event right there in your office, in your church, in a local community center or whatever. We're going to talk about that now. And then the rest of the show will be with Oz and Pamela Hillman from Marketplace Leaders and Life Changers Legacy. So hold on. we got a lot of stuff going on. Martha, first, just tell people how we'd love for them to contact us. Well, Jim, you know, it is Monday, and I'm sure a lot of people are just a little bit sleepy, maybe, if they were busy with home things like us. But I just hope that they um, hold on tight and get to a chance to enjoy today's show and gain something from it. But call our listener line, 866-713-9675. Later on in the show, we're going to be um, telling people what they can get from that. But they can call our listener line at 866-713-9675. Catherine Gates is on the line from Work Matters. We'd love to have you check them out online, workmatters.org forward slash conference coming up. Catherine Gates, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks for having me, Jim and Martha. It's great to be here. Hey, we're so excited. We've been highlighting the Work Matters Conference for a lot of years now, and we're excited that once again, we'll be with you in Arkansas on the 11th of October. And uh, we wanted to make sure our audience knows how they could set up a an on-location simulcast event. But Catherine, let's tell people about this event and, and, and why Work Matters, is the, their conference is so different. Talk to us about this event coming up on October the 11th. Yeah, we're really excited, Jim and Martha, about this event. And what we've found from people in the past is they really experience this conference a little bit differently. For one, it's 100% leadership-based and 100% faith-based. So every single speaker is talking about leadership development ideas and topics, but also weaving in their faith and how they're leaning on God and practical ways to bring your faith into work. But the other thing that we really focus on, you know, we at Work Matters want to make sure that every experience people have with our resources, our events, and so on, um, is life-changing. And attending a full-day conference can sometimes leave you feeling like you just got hit with a fire hose worth of information. (laughs) Yeah. Right? I mean, you leave inspired, But then by Monday, you're so overwhelmed with everything that you learned that you're not quite sure where to start and how to apply it. And so sometimes there's very little that gets applied. So what we're we're trying to do with our conference, what we do is we make sure that there are opportunities for people to discuss what they're hearing and learning with the people around them. And that's why we encourage people to come with their coworkers. And we're encouraging people to not just live stream individually, because they can if they want to, but to invite a few other people to watch it with them so that they can discuss what they're learning with others and really explore how it applies to them in their world and what they can do practically to make sure that they are creating change for themselves. So you talked about the fact that this is for 100% leadership, but not everybody maybe considers themselves a leader. Um, Talk to our listeners about that. Why would this be something that would apply to them? Everyone has influence. We don't even realize who is watching us half the time. 
And mm-hmm. so whether you have a, an actual position of leadership, we're not talking about um, C-level or executive management. No, we're talking about everyone because we all have leadership ability. And whether or not we ever aspire to have people reporting to us, we still have influence. And so this is a real opportunity for people to to grow as leaders, regardless of what level of the organization they're at, and to use their influence in a positive way with the people they work with. Well, and you know, when we were on location last year, one of the things that we really noticed, Catherine, was the fact that the people in attendance were were not just the business owners and leaders uh, of the community, people that had CEO titles. It was tons of employees people that are within the ranks that are just trying to figure out what does it look like to live out my faith and my work and that's what's really sets the work matters conference all about so listen as you're listening to our work for him today and you're going well okay tell me about this work matters conference go to workmatters.org forward slash conference Catherine. let's talk about the specifics of the event it's october the 11th what's what time is it it's all day from 7.30 in the morning central time till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so it's so an 8.30 all day to 4, 8.30 to 4 on the East Coast. Okay. On the East Coast, right. Exactly. And, that means um, it's yeah, from the, 5.30 to 1 if you live in California. That's true. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure we're telling them everybody's all set up. So and they so, get more coffee. At that's those right. They events. get way more coffee. If you're hosting a site in California, 530 in the morning till one o'clock in the afternoon, then you still got half the day to work. Or they right. get to, or they get to go home because they've that. already had their full day pretty much. But all right. So you've got a, your main locations in Rogers, Arkansas, where you expect over a thousand people to come to the event, the Work Matters Conference. Uh, and, and what's the title for this year? The theme this year is Leadership Ignited. You know, people, um, when you start your career or you start a new job, you feel so excited. You can't wait to get going. And that really gets tampered and diminished after, you know, you experience maybe disappointment, the stress, the demands that are put on our time. And so we really want this to be a time of refreshment and a time to reconnect with our passion and enthusiasm for our work. So talk to us about... um you're you're trying to build a sense of community, so it's different than than other uh, other conferences that people have been to, where it's just a, a bunch of talking heads all day long. How are you going to build community? One of the ways we do that is we do create opportunities throughout throughout the day for people to stop and discuss what they're hearing. Um, we're also going to have some workshops where people will learn tools that they can begin applying immediately. And one of the ways we want to help people create community in the host sites across the country is to make sure that they do have at least a few people with them. It doesn't have to be large. We're not talking hundreds of people. You can get a group of five, six, ten people together, and they can be your accountability partners, the people you, you wrestle through these ideas with to figure out what does this mean to me, because everybody's got to figure that out for themselves. So let's talk about the live streaming. So number one, if someone thinks, oh, I'd love to attend this, but I, I can't make it to Arkansas, I, mm-hmm. I can live stream this maybe from a conference room or the lunch room or wherever they, even their home, um, if they, you know, most people have a big enough TV these days. Right. What are the particulars for them to learn more about the details in order to do that themselves? Yeah, if they go to that that 
webpage that you talked about, workmatters.org slash conference, there'll be mm-hmm. a, a button there that says host a, a live stream site. And you can just click on that and find out. But we we have made it very simple. Mm-hmm. You know, registration for live streamers, it's $25 a person, whether you're by yourself or with a group. There are no additional fees at all. Mm-hmm. And so basically all you need, as you said, Martha, is a conference room with a, a large enough monitor for everyone to see, you know, good Wi-Fi, obviously. Right. Um, but, and then just a few people. So it could be a conference room. It could be at a church. It could be at a, um, you know, maybe a, a library that has that sort of thing available. You know, you just need basically a room, a monitor and those people. And that's it. And so for our so awesome, I want people to go to that website, check it out. Really, really consider doing this because it's not difficult. You've made it so easy. But guess bucks. what? People in Tampa, we've got a place you can go and be a part of a community that will be um, viewing this. Calvary Church in Seminole or Seminole Seminole's campus of the Calvary Church has got a location. And in fact, we got that all lined up before we uh, at our at our current at our church. We had it lined up Calvary Church in Seminole. Thank you so much. And and, and so how can people uh, they just go to your website? How do they find the locations near them? And if there isn't one. They could set one up, but how do they find out? If they go to your website, is there locations, uh, simulcast locations listed? They're all listed. If you look for find a live stream, they're all listed. And if somebody decides to host a live stream, theirs will be listed there as well. So people in their area can find you easily. So we take care of all the marketing. We take care of all the registration. Really, Mm -hmm. the host person, whoever decides, yes, I'm going to go ahead and lead this and take this on, they really just have to worry about their local people and the room. That's it. And we encourage our iWork iWork for Him audience to sign up to host one of these events on October the 11th at your location in your office workmatters.org forward slash conference workmatters.org forward slash conference 25 bucks it's amazing and it's going to be chock full just the most amazing experience Catherine Gates we're so grateful that you brought this to the attention of the I Work Frame audience we love Work Matters we'll see you on October the 11th thanks for calling in today make sure we knew all about this thank you Catherine Gates thank you so much guys we're so excited you've tuned into our work for him today as we have a jam-packed show and we've got with us today oz and pamela hillman but before we get to our guest martha uh, a way for people to connect with us because we're going to be giving away the biblical worker survey how can they get a hold of us on the website on the website they can go to our contact page and there there's multiple ways jim for people to reach out if they want to call if they're that kind of person there's a there's our phone number for our listener line 866-713-9675 if they want to email they can fill out the contact form our information is out there you can reach out to us personally um it's really easy to just connect with us so that then the resource that we're going to talk about today they want to get a copy of that they can connect through that contact page on our website that's iworkforhim.com iwork the number four him.com mm-hmm. and just keep in mind the whole reason we're on the air is to make sure that we all know our workplace it's our mission field and in that mission field you and me we may be the only jesus our co-workers our employees may ever meet the job that you hold the work that you do the people that you work with None of that is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to meet Jesus and you may be their only chance. So what are the standards of a biblical worker, a worker that carries a biblical worldview? In fact, what is a biblical worker at all? Does it mean a worker who carries his or her Bible around at work? Hmm. 
Of course not. But it is a, is it a worker executing with a biblical worldview in decisions and actions across their workday? Yes, of course it is. Oz Hillman's back from Marketplace Leaders to talk about this new assessment that he's put away. And we're going to give it away free to our work for him listeners today. And he's brought along his bride, Pamela Hillman, who's got this amazing ministry, Life Changers Legacy. Two things that we really, two ministries we want you guys to get involved with. Two ministries that will impact your walk with Christ every day. Oz and Pamela Hillman, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thank you Great so much. back with you, Jim. I'm so excited to have you guys here today. And, and we're going to kind of take you in one bite, size bite at a time. <laughs> Oz, we're going to start with Marketplace Leaders and what's going on there. You've got this brand new biblical worker survey that's out there. Talk to us about this. What, what's going on? Well, Jim, uh, this is a 50... 50- uh, question, true-false uh, assessment, to help people understand, are they living their lives biblically in their work life, where they spend 60 to 70 percent of their time? And so it's a very easy self-assessment tool, true-false questions. And at the back of the book, it gives you all the answers along the scripture verses supporting those answers. So it's a great little self-assessment, as well as a great small group study where you can have, you know, a small group uh, that uh, goes through each question and discusses it. But great tool that we're giving away as an ebook uh, online that they can get immediately. So let me ask this question. So when people take this little assessment, is it going to like rank them and say you're 80% biblical in the things that you're doing? Or what is it actually going to tell them? It's just going to tell them the uh, the uh, true-false, you know, tell them whether they got it right or wrong. Okay. And um, um, and then at the back, it's going to give them the uh, answers. Okay. Uh, so that they can, it, it's not meant to really, you know, give them a score, just right. to give them feedback on their own journey. So if they if they find that there's an area where it's like, oh, man, I never thought about that. And it's and they can actually then go that step further and learn how to be more biblical in that aspect of their work. Yeah, I'll have all the scriptures there so that they can better understand, you know, the answer that was given. Hmm. So very helpful tool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So on your website, Oz, where can people find this biblical worker assessment? Yeah, they can go to freebiblicalworker.com, freebiblicalworker.com, and just enter the email, and they'll immediately get uh, an ebook email to them from that website. Freebiblicalworker.com. Or if you want to just email me, Jim at IWorkForHim.com, Jim at IWork, the number for him.com. I can send it to you as well. Uh, but love for you to just go out there and get that resource, Freebiblicalworker.com. That would just be powerful. Mm-hmm. Love for you to get that. I took the survey last week. I only scored 82% correct. So I was well, trying Jim, to figure I don't that know out. if we can keep you on the He's, radio. I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm like, how did that? No, I haven't had a chance to score it and they'll figure out what I messed up. And I'm like, 82%. I figure I, I should do better than that. A, it sounds like Wait we need minute. to start a Bible study, right, Oz? <laughs> Pamela, have you, taken this, have you taken the biblical worker assessment, Pamela? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you take the biblical worker assessment, Pamela? I hate to say it, but I didn't. <laughs> okay, so we don't know how you scored. Okay, Oz, did you take oh, it and score? Did you take it and score one hundred percent, Oz? 
He of course that. I did. I okay, wrote because you knew the answer. Well, he wrote it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, that's fair enough. Okay. All right. So you know what's what's really fun about this is that people just it's a perspective thing, especially if they've been listening to if they've been reading your daily emails today, GodIsFirst.com, and, and they take it. They should be scoring pretty high on this. But there's a lot of people, Oz, that this is a whole new concept. Being a biblical worker, where did you come up with that? With that terminology, what are you hoping that people know and understand after they get through this assessment? Well, you and I have a good friend named Doug who who wrote a book called Monday Morning Atheist, which I, I like what he did there because so many of us go to church on Sunday, but we haven't really thought through how does my faith get reflected on Monday through Friday. And, mm-hmm. you know, we take for granted just how we do things without you know, being cognizant of whether that's biblical or not, you know, about, you know, how we hire and fire employees, whether we should be in a partnership or, you know, whether we should pay our bills on time or, you know, the, the, the world dictates sometimes, you know, behavior that's not biblical. And so we need to recognize it helps us understand what the Bible really says about things versus what the industry acceptable practice is. So this becomes a real resource, a daily resource that people can access. Freebiblicalworker.com. Everybody listening today, I recommend that you go and take this assessment, download it, freebiblicalworker.com. I did it last week. Like I said, I only scored 82%, so I've got some stuff to work on as well. Oz, there's still tons of believers out there just still... They still think that in order for them to be significant in the kingdom, they need to quit their jobs and go into quote-unquote full-time ministry. Yet, So that lie is still pervasive out there in the marketplace. Just speak some words of encouragement out there to everybody listening today as they start to learn that their work really is a mission from God. Well, you know, Jim, you and I have been doing this for a number of years, and it's it always surprises me when I hear... Uh, people say words like, I'm in full-time Christian work, or, you know, you know, I often tell people, you know, uh, when they say, I'm in the ministry, I, I have to, I, I cringe at that. I say, hey, we're all in the ministry. It's just that we all get our checks different places, and there's no part-time Christians, you know. So mm-hmm. we just have this this um, underpinning um thought life that says, well, I'm less than, you know, rather than realizing that we're all called, uh, whether we're, you know, in a for-profit business or a nonprofit ministry, we're all called. And just getting that dichotomy, you know, realized has been a, a big deal over the last 25, 30 years that we've been doing this. But we have seen tremendous growth in that. We have seen more churches embrace that message. We've seen tremendous number of events. Uh, when I first started this, you could go into a Christian bookstore and not find any books on faith uh, and work integration. Now there are hundreds of books on this mm-hmm. topic. Um, you know, Blackaby, Henry Blackaby, a few years back said he didn't see leadership coming from the church or government or any other area other than Christians in business in the in the marketplace. He saw that was the the place that he saw the greatest encouragement. So we know that you know we have made progress over these last uh, decades and continuing to make progress. 
It's so exciting. You know, I just was showing Jim an image I found on the um, internet the other day, and it says, you don't need a collar to be a minister. And even though not all the ministers in the pulpits wear collars, I think we get it. We get that 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 paradigm shift that we don't need to have a collar to be a minister. And um, so this biblical um, worker little survey thing that you are offering to our listeners can help people to see more about how to apply their biblical um, life into their work. So they can check that out at freebiblicalworker.com. When we come back, lots more with Oz and Pamela Hillman, including, hey, what's going on in the faith and work movement as God, as the Holy Spirit is really raising up people across the country to recognize their faith, their faith and their work and the interconnectedness of this. It, God is doing amazing things. In the last 30 years, God has moved across the globe to raise up biblical workers, people that recognize the significance of their calling in their everyday work because God wants to work with them. If you want to see whether you're a biblical worker, check it out online, freebiblicalworker.com or email me, jim at iworkforhim.com. We'll get you that assessment, freebiblicalworker.com or get Oz's daily devotion today. Oz, before we get to Pamela and talking about Life Changers Legacy, what are you seeing in the faith and work movement across the country? Are you seeing anything amazing going on? Well, I am seeing more and more awareness. I mean, there's even a ministry that got birthed for pastors to help them better understand how to teach their members this whole uh, aspect of faith and work in their lives. And that's huge because the churches have really been the last ones to embrace this. But we're seeing great improvement there. Uh, we see national conferences on the topic. We're seeing, as I said in the first segment, we're seeing more and more books. We have uh, dozens and dozens of ministries out there uh, that are serving men and women in the workplace. And uh, we're seeing communities impacted because men and women and understand that they are there to impact their communities through their faith life and through their work life and to um, be uh, a source of transformation in their community. So we are seeing a number of good things, but we also have uh, lots of work to do as well. It's amazing. Is it when I first started studying this movement after I got your emails in 2006, you might have been able to identify a hundred or so organizations, but as Martha and I've been on the air now six and a half years, Oz and Pamela, we've identified well over two and a half, maybe 3,000 organizations that are feeding into the faith and work movement in this country and then around the globe. It gets staggering how much God is moving. And there's no one central figure in charge, just the Holy Spirit coordinating the move of God in the marketplace. That's what's amazing. And speaking of the marketplace, Oz, your beautiful bride, Pamela Hillman, you are, you're in a different part of the faith and work movement. Life Changers Legacy is the name of your ministry. Why don't you tell our audience about Life Changers Legacy? Well, I have to tell you how it birthed first. I was sexually molested as a child by three different men and used drugs for 35 years, primarily cocaine and alcohol, and that led me to prison in 2010. And while I was in prison, I actually started the ministry, and I was giving out these prayer sheets and these, I mean, at all the prisons. And people on the outside were even asking for them, and the Holy Spirit wrote these. Uh, how it started was the Daughters of Zion, Women of God Using Your Time Wisely class that I started. The women were coming up to me and they were saying, you know, what are you doing? What, how are you changing? Why are you so happy you're in prison? 
and I touched my head and I said, I am no longer in prison. I was in prison outside these wires and they wanted to know what was happening. And I told them it was Holy Spirit. He was giving me all these things to do. Write down all the people who had wronged me. Pray over them every day. There are so many stories of so many people who actually came to Christ over me praying for them while I was in prison. Mm. Then there was... Um, well, hang on, hang on, Pamela. Hang on, just oh, oh, hang on. Just, no, hang on, just a quick second because you just said something so powerful, and, and it resonates with me because I've got a buddy of mine in prison right now, and I've been emailing back and forth with him. But it's so true. When somebody gets out of prison, it doesn't mean they're free. That's and right. really, but you found freedom in prison, and yeah. there are so many people listening today, Pamela, that are in prison, yet they're not in prison behind the yeah. bars or behind the, right. the razor wire, they're, but they're in prison because of the things that have happened in their lives that they've allowed to define them. Talk to that. Okay. Yeah, well, the Lord told me that that was my college campus, and he was equipping me. He was training and teaching me to, or equipping me for what he had prepared for me. That, that was what he said. And so there are individual prisons that we keep ourselves in. There are more people on the outside that are, that are in their soul prison. And the Lord showed me, showed me through a toilet paper roll that our soul represents the white of the toilet paper. Our spirit man is filled with the Holy Spirit. But the soul, our mind, our intellect, and our emotions, our will, are still the white of the toilet paper. And they're inspected by the world and Satan, and just being human. So he said, we have to fill up the center of the role, more of him, so that the toilet paper, the white of it, just sheets of it come off, the shame, the guilt, the condemnation, the uh, worthlessness, everything that the world puts on us, and, and the core belief systems that we are actually, that are instilled in us as a child. So it all goes back to childhood. Mm-hmm. We have these lenses. So it's just process after process, and that's what our workbook does. We created, I created a four-phase program that actually goes back into the prison. We provide a mentor for everyone who gets the workbook. It's called I See Me Free. Yeah. And we have to see ourselves free. We have to say we're free. It's I see me embracing change. I see me accountable. I see me with my identity in Christ. Every week's lesson is I see me with what that lesson is for the week. And then at the end of the week, they say, I am embracing change. I am with my identity in Christ. They start declaring and decreeing these things that the Word says that we are. It's infused Mm -hmm. with the Word of God. It has all its research evaluated, best practices. It has the TREM model, the Trauma Recovery Empowerment model, critical thinking, cognitive behavior, everything they need to know about the brain and the emotions. Pamela, there are so many fantastic elements of what you are doing. I want to make sure that our listeners know where they can go learn more about it. At okay. Lifechangerslegacy.org. And that is um, where they can learn more about all the amazing things God did in your life and how you have been mm-hmm. using that within the prison. So I want to make sure that they hear that. Go ahead, so, Jim. Pamela, so th- there are so many lifechangerslegacy.org. Make sure you guys got that lifechangerslegacy.org. Right. Pamela, there are so many people that don't understand, okay, what's the tie-in to I work for him? Because every day your workplace 
is the prison system where women are in prison. And I think you said the number, and I watched a video that Oz sent me this morning, like 80% of the women in prison are moms. So this yeah. is a, this is a big deal. How does this translate then to our work or to their work as you are right. trying to bring, you're trying to get them out of prison while they're still in prison. You're trying to get them out of their own, as you said, soul prison. prison. Their soul prison. How does that impact them in their work when they leave the physical prison? Mm. Well, I want to give you some statistics real quick. Uh, 90% come out every year in the prison system. So they will be working in your community. So if we're not changing their mindset and their heart while they're in prison, then they're going to return within three years. Right now, the recidivism rate, which means returning back to prison within three years, is 83%. We are lowering that to 20%. We have a job readiness piece. We actually base it on the talents and gifts that God has already given them and the skills that they already have. So we build upon that, and when they come out, we have job placement for them. We have a house that they come out to. Everything, Mm. you know, it's all... As God has purpose, they have to be changed while they're in the prison. When they come out, they're so distracted, just as we all get, and they they don't focus. So while they're in prison, they're going through this I See Me Free program. Four phases, we provide a mentor for every single person. It's mm-hmm. all done through the computer, all done through video visit and email system. The mentors do not even have to go into the prison. We yeah, so they don't even they don't even have to be local, right? Like if yes. if we have a listener who's hearing this and they're saying, "But I'm not. I don't live where Pamela lives." They can connect and do that virtually, which I think is amazing exactly. because that's really what the women need is they need that accountability and that mentorship. I love the fact. Okay, so I want to just remind our listeners: lifechangerslegacy.org. There's so much that God has just downloaded on Pamela Hillman and is working out in the prison systems in and outside this whole conversation of it's in our minds and you know the prisons that we live whether we're free um you know in in purpose or not but i I love the the job placement you're talking about that you're helping them to find out who god made them to be and then helping them to get on their own feet and be able to um live out god's purpose for their life why don't we talk about that for just a, a moment Yes, and I do also want to say that we do have other prisons in other states. We have mentors in Georgia that are mentoring people in Illinois. We Mm. have people in Oregon that are mentoring people in Georgia. It's a cross-pollination that God is creating. And we're in 40 prisons in Uganda. We have pastors that go in. They've translated the workbooks in their language. We just opened up in the U.K. We're going to be in Jamaica and Anguilla, uh, Bahamas. God's expanding our territory. So if you have any loved ones in prison or know of anyone, yeah, and you are already ministering to them, mm-hmm. you can do right. this through the computer. You can do this. You can take the workbooks in whichever way you prefer. So, so you're... So, Pamela, this is something that our retirees can get involved in as well, right? Exactly. Because because yes. this can be done remotely. LifeChangersLegacy.org. When they go out to LifeChangersLegacy.org, LifeChangers, with an S, Legacy.org, what tab do they click on in order to find out if they could be a mentor? 
Well, we have many tabs. We'd love for you to go to all of them because we have great information on all of them. <laughs> but the mentor tab okay. is, is the tab you'll go to. And we have we just have a lot of information on there. Mm-hmm. We also have videos on there. We have an endorsement from Mike Lindell, the Mike Pillow guy. His in, endorsement, he's actually on there on a video talking about our ministry and how we partnered. He's going to be using our workbooks in his Lindell Recovery Network in Very Minnesota good. next year. So, Pamela, in the last, we, we got a minute left in this segment. Talk about your freedom, the freedom that you found uh, while in prison. Yes. You know, it really, being, being infilled with Holy Spirit is the key. And I just encourage everybody to, to ask him to fill you fresh and new, because while I was in prison, I'm, I'm telling you, with everything in me, I was freer than I've ever been on the outside. I mean, mm. today he's just taken me through so many processes in my life to weed out all the things that happened to me. I mean, things that come up that trigger me to, to things that happened back then. They're, they're lenses, and everybody has those lenses. And ask Holy Spirit to reveal those lenses to you, to reveal the false lenses, the false limiting beliefs that are set up your whole life. Because I'm telling you, you will become free once these lenses are... People are talking about tradition. This is tradition. tradition. Amen. Those are false lenses. That's right. That's, 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 that's fantastic. And that's what we're talking about, freedom, because we all need to be set free. Whether we're in prison or out of prison, our soul prison can be incredible. You're listening to I Work Room. You know we say it's the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio? It really is. And we're talking with Oz and Pamela Hillman. Oz Hillman's got a, a brand new assessment out. I would recommend that you check it out. Freebiblicalworker.com is where you can get the biblical worker assessment. Find out, do you have a biblical worldview about your work each and every day? Freebiblicalworker.com. And Pamela Hillman in the last segment was talking about lifechangerslegacy.org. Lifechangerslegacy.org. So many people that we work alongside each and every day, even though they're not in prison behind the bars, they are in their own prison. And so many people in prison get out of prison, but they're still in prison inside their soul prison and life changers legacy is there to help ladies in our prison system across this country get out of prison in their soul pamela you had something you want one final comment you want to make sure you said to our audience today yes and i also want to clarify that statement we are also in men's prisons as well oh okay without being just in the women i did not know that thank you for saying that yeah um we are the ministry People in the workplace are like, I'm called to ministry, I'm called to ministry. Well, you're in the right place. You are in the ministry. You are the vessel. You're, you're, you have Jesus in you, and we're the body of Christ, and we're a vessel of love. We're a vessel of, of honor to go and reflect Him to people in the workplace. They're going to see who you are, Jesus in you, and they're going to want Him through yeah. that. So powerful. Mm, Amen. Thank you for sharing that because that really is what our I Work For Him audience needs to hear, that today they can be the ministry where they are. So Oz, back in March, um, you and Pamela, James and Anna Kramer, both together hosted the Culture Shaper Summit in D.C. that we were able to be in attendance with hundreds of other people there. So, so much was said, but the real results have started to come since that time. Tell our listeners that may not have heard it or they've kind of forgotten when we were talking about it. What was the purpose of the summit and what have you been seeing God do with the relationships that have um, come out of it? 
Well, this was a, a real landmark landmark summit where we brought mm-hmm. over 50 top presenters to speak to about 350 leaders of leaders. And these presenters were in the tops of their field, like arts and entertainment, Roma Downey and uh, Hugh Hewitt in media, Tony Perkins for the Family Research Council, and many, many others. Mm-hmm. And so... The people who came had a real heart for their nation and concerned about the condition of our nation. And what can we do as leaders uh, to come together and really impact our country and see it return to some of the biblical foundations that have made our nation great? In fact, we have all of those presentations on a website. If you go to cultureshaperssummit.com, cultureshaperssummit.com, you can actually access those presentations which were very powerful. You know, and the vision behind the summit was uh, really, I've had a heart for William Wilberforce for many years and what he did uh, for England. He had over 69 world-changing initiatives, and it was a result of him coming together with other leaders, and they rolled up their sleeves and said, let's use our time, talent, and treasure to impact our nation. And so, That's kind of the vision behind the Culture Shapers Summit. And so since that time, we've been working on a new app called becommissioned.com, becommissioned.com, which is going to allow people to identify themselves and what's the heart of uh, they have for culture shaping, identify people of like-minded vision to, for instance, like Pamela's ministry, they can come on there and say, I'm interested in prison ministry, and they'll be connected to Pamela and other ministries that have a heart for prison ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, so um, that's kind of the model is use technology the way that Wilberforce used just personal relationships. And so that's that's uh, what we're excited about. You know, what I noticed in that room, Oz, as we, you know, that was really a fat, it was like running a marathon for three days as we had <laughs> so much information and, and so many uh, different people to meet. It was amazing. And, and in the breaks between uh, the speakers, you, people are sitting around round tables talking and strategizing. And I've heard lots of, of comments about people that met people at the Culture Shapers Summit in D.C. in March and the relationships that have continued on. What have you seen God do that's come out of the Culture Shaper Summit besides the software that's being developed, becommissioned.com, becommissioned.com? What else have you heard? Well, I think that, I, I just, you know, it's hard to get a, a reading on everything that happened because not everybody gives you a report card on, mm-hmm. you know, what happened to them. But uh, I have had a number of people say, oh, my gosh, I met so-and-so at this event, and we are now doing things together. Uh, that's been a very consistent one. The other thing that, uh, you know, I I personally was uh, encouraged by was I've always had a vision that, I felt like that, you know, the left has a whole strategy that George Soros is in the middle of designed to um, create, um, you know, take God out of our society, basically. And I said, you know, and these are a lot of wealthy people. They've given millions of and millions of dollars by birthing anti-God organizations. And I said, we need an answer to that. And, you know, a few months after the summit, I was thinking about, you know, should I start such an organization? And uh, then I started getting um, 
uh, information about an organization that started that was pulling together those who had a net worth of 25 million or more and that it had already been working together for two years and uh, they already had over 200 members and were expecting 400 by early next year. And so that was very encouraging that I didn't have to go start something myself <laughs> and that it was already active and, you know, and somebody was doing it. And so, you know, we had a lot of presentations there that helped us understand the signs of the times. You know, sometimes you don't realize the serious nature that you're in, kind of the frog in the kettle. You know, it's getting warmer and warmer. Well, our nations are getting warmer and warmer. And if we don't recognize the seriousness of what's going on, I think most of us would agree that who could imagine that presidential candidates would be promoting socialism to our population today. And yet we see that um, not just one, but many. And so we need to be concerned about that. And we can't just look the other way. We've got to be part of the solution. So, Oz, and, and, I, and I love the fact that, that these candidates are promoting socialism, yet it's been proven tons of times over and over how socialism is a disaster. But let's not get political. But you said signs of the times. How does that impact our I work for him listeners, these signs of the times? Why should they care about what's going on around them? Well, they should care about what's going on around them because it's not only going to affect them, but their children and grandchildren. Yeah. Uh, just uh, imagine an email came through uh, just a few weeks ago that said, did you know that your kids are getting taught sexual alternatives as kindergartners and mm-hmm. and uh, first graders? I mean, most of us would would not have any idea that was going on. Our textbooks are getting changed about sexual orientation and uh, the history of our nation. There's subtle things that we, because we're not in the middle of it every day, they're still happening. And we need to be informed and we need to um, be part of the process for, you know, setting boundaries that Mm -hmm. uh, don't let people take advantage of us just because we may not be in that particular uh, stream, you know. But how does that impact the marketplace, the workplaces that Christ followers who are listening to I work for him today, how does that impact their workplaces, their market, the marketplace that we operate in? Well, it impacts them because when they go into the workplace and you have anti-God philosophies, you need to understand that they are anti-God philosophies. You need to understand how do you live out your faith effectively in that environment, you know, where you've got a lot of voices that may not uh, be agreeable to your worldview. How do you deal with that? And mm-hmm. so that's why the work, the faith at work movement and the, the what, you know, the ministry serving that are important to help people right. navigate those difficult places to right. be able to have an answer uh, in those situations. So I love the fact that you've made available for our listeners the freebiblicalworker.com because that really ties it back to the fact that they can learn about themselves and how they can be living out their biblical perspective in their workplace. So listeners, go to freebiblicalworker.com and uh, download this e-booklet for yourself and take that little assessment and see where God has you and what you need to learn. And then go to lifechangerslegacy.com, lifechangerslegacy.org, excuse me, lifechangerslegacy.org. Legacy.org and sign up to become a mentor to somebody in prison. So, Pamela, on the website, 
both men and women can sign up to be mentors to men or women in prison. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's just women on there right now. Okay. But in January, we're launching into the men's prison. Okay, prisons, perfect. Okay. We are in the men's prisons in Uganda. And you okay, can- very good. Lifechangerslegacy.org, freebiblicalworker.com, and of course, Daily Devotional, todaygodisfirst.com. Oz and Pamela Hillman, thank you for being on I Work For Him today. Mm-hmm. Thank you both. Thanks, thank Jim and Mark. Thank you so much. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. him.